you ready to do this?
Charles. It's good to have you here because you're travelling a lot these days, aren't you? Uh, quite a bit, yeah. Yeah, it's nice to be here, mate. So, Jose James... Yeah. Cinematic Orchestra. Yeah. Sometimes Flying Lotus. Sometimes Flying Lotus, yeah. And uh, you did a session the other day with New Tone as well, right? Oh, yeah, you heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I want to hear it. Um, yeah, I've got it somewhere. <laughs> but that, that was good. It was. Uh, I'm a bit of a drum and bass head, so to actually get to play it doesn't happen very often these days. So mm. it was good to. It was a good rinse. And the first time I kind of met you properly, I think, was uh, when you were playing with Robert Mitchell and that album. I mean, it felt like I got to know you at that point before you joined Jose James. Although we knew each other before that. Yeah, there was, there was one night, a crazy night at uh, Montreux Jazz crazy. Festival. Yeah. Do you remember that? Oh, I don't know. Crazy nights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We were. I was playing with Ty, and then after us was Roots Maneuver. Ty, yeah. And then after that was uh, it was Jlib. It was like 2004, so it was like Madlib and yeah. and uh, Dilla. Yeah, and yeah, and most and, Def, and most Def came on. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. You've got footage of that. There's got to be a film of that somewhere. I think there is. That was legendary. And I, I don't think it captures the best moments of the gig either. Yeah, yeah, no, but that, true. that was crazy. That yeah. was absolutely crazy. Yeah. Well, that was a magical night. It was a crazy night. Yeah, it was. To be with you. I was always uh, looking back on that. That was my last time that I spent a bit of time with Dilla as well that day backstage. We'll never forget that. Um, drums. Dilla. Yep. Beats. Yep. You're a drummer. You got your first album out. Yep. Drummers albums are Blakey, Chico Hamilton, Tony Williams. Yep. Billy Cobham. Yeah. Drummers make albums. Uh, they do, yeah, yeah. They do interviews now as well, which is <laughs> which kind of makes a change. And uh, we started off the the piece that we're doing right now um, with a track off the album. I'm really, you know, we're going through it as we're going along, really. And uh, I hadn't had a proper chance to listen to it, and uh, I did listen to the secret track earlier on, which is we'll play in a moment. Well, you got you got to stop losing it. Yeah, That's why. I know, I know. I mean, the last time I saw you was with Naila as well, right? Yes, you did, you did a showcase. That was a really enjoyable um, little lunchtime set. So tell me about your album. Um, you know, what made you do it, and uh, what's the score? Who's guesting on it? Uh, guesting on it is uh, drummers have got to get guests, right? I mean, well, yeah, but you know, you don't want to overdo it either, do you? Mm. And you, and you also don't want to put drum solos all over it, which some people expect that of you. Um, but guest-wise, uh, my my main man Jose James is on there in a in a big way, in a subtle big way. Yeah. Um, and also uh, DJ Doo-Wop, who was the DJ for Guru. Uh, when I was playing with Guru, he's rhyming on the album as well. That's the track with curse words on it. He curses his way through track number three, yeah. I'm disappointed that you got cursing on a jazz track. Was it jazz? Well, it's uh, it's, 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 it's me in it. It's me. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not jazz really strictly. So you know, bring a bit of sort of Bronx filth into the mix. You know, it's definitely. Uh, definitely up there okay we're going to try and play that um what i want to ask you about actually while you're on the subject is guru because you obviously spent some time that was um when was that um 2007 i started and um went went with him for a good two years and a, a huge tour of the states and um it was it was really quite an honor to get to know him what was the band at the time um, it was a mixture of sort of European guys and American guys, total total mixture. Jazzmatazz. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had guests on it, and yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was pretty random though. I have to say, it was a bit of a sort of hip hop sort of baptism of fire going on the road with those guys. It was pretty pretty crazy. I mean, in the states, was it a hip hop crowd that was coming to Jazzmatazz, or was it like in Europe? It wasn't really a hip hop crowd. A crowd per se was it it was a little bit more Com yeah completely different crowds like Europe everyone just turns out for Guru you know because because he's I think because he's made classic albums yeah totally um in the states they don't really they don't respect that as much and you you get more of kind of stushy hip-hop crowds saying you know looking at you like what are you what are you saying now you know whereas I think Europe Europe audiences for him were more happy to just jump up to the classics and uh, any memories 
right now. I mean, he definitely another one who passed away really suddenly, it felt. Yeah, it did feel that way. I mean, it, it seemed like we were performing one minute and then, you know, it all, it all you know, well, we know what happened. But, mm. um, uh, I mean, yeah, lots of memories just uh, been on the road and just him being such a, like, personable, nice guy, you know. Um, and you didn't get to see that side of him very much, but um, that's you know that's how that's how I remember the man. You know? Hey, let's play a gangstar or Wicked. a guru track. What should we play? What's your favourite gangstar tune? Um, um, watch what you're saying. I think. So, guru, do you see yourself as a role model? How do you feel about rappers being considered role models for the youth? It's like this, being that I do this music from a fan's perspective, and I follow other rappers. I believe that if there's people following my music and listening to me, then I'm responsible. Doesn't mean I'm perfect. You know, I'm human. But I know one thing. Some people better watch what they say. Coming with the realness. Lyrics of life. Some people need to watch what they say. So peep it closely when I'm speaking, weaklings. It's obvious you can't live up to your petty pointless words, yet and still you love to. Run off your jibs, now there'll come a time for judgment, punishment. What if we take away your ornaments and strip you down to the raw deal? Then I'll reveal the evidence, cause you don't really represent. Focus, a real MC when I kick vocals.
hardcore. He's not setting out to hurt people. He's got a lot of love in him. So, you know, for his mum, his brother, his girlfriend, he actually, I think, wants to do the right thing. So it's more a question of willpower, self-discipline, circumstances. Thank you. 
So that was music, um, well, in the background music from Robert Mitchell with Richard Spaven on the drums. A little bit of cinematic orchestra. What's it like performing with them? Uh, I love it. Absolutely love it. It's to, to go and play with a band whose music you already already are really into is pleasure, pleasurable. Yeah, it's great. And you just got back from Dubai. You did a show with Miss Badu. Uh, yeah, we were we were on directly before Erica Badu. Yeah, which was uh, it's always nice to do a gig, you know, in Dubai, play your gig, and then you know, have a beer and watch uh, watch a great gig. You know, it's, yeah, nice. Did you um, enjoy the Dubai experience outside of the gig? Um, there's a lot of concrete there, isn't there? Yeah, lots. Um, I don't. Mm, I I had a great time. Um, it didn't. It didn't kind of. Um, it's not a place. It's not a place I would go unless I was playing there. I don't think. Mm. I'm I'm not a golfer. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Every time I um, I've been there. I've always uh, longed to get into the desert. <laughs> He's, uh, Giles is staring at me right now. Yeah, no, it's yeah. weird because I remember I did it a few times and I'd go there for a few days and it was like, it's it is very concrete and it's 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 kind of quite sort of Star Wars ish those massive roads and yeah big sort of buildings and and it just gets on top of you after a while. So I remember just thinking, get me out of here, and <laughs> and they they take me into the desert and that was really great. It was a really another okay. experience that was kind of enjoyable. I'd like to go back there again one time. Um, 
and uh, so that was cinematic. Anything due from them? Are you going to be? I mean, I noticed there's a few shows happening. I, I, we're doing a show together in Birmingham. Yep. Um, there's kind of sporadic live action going on, um, and there. What can I say? There is, there is a new album on the way. Oh, good. Yeah. Great. Big up, Jason. Jason Swinsco. Never forget, I was in Japan DJing with him actually a few years ago, and uh, <laughs> he was just playing the most mad records to the crowd. I remember him playing Art Ensemble of Chicago, themed to Yo-Yo, full volume and loving it. It was great. He's a heavy guy. Um, we played as well music from Ahmed Jamal, music from Burial. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, I love everything he does. It's you know, I'm, I'm, I come from drum and bass clubs, really. You know, but but playing jazz and uh, like what he does is it's just it's dark and and meaningful at the same time. I just you know I love it. I love his grooves as well. They're just all over the place. Fantastic stuff. What do you make of the music scene at the moment? I mean, it feels very diverse, very progressive. All this great stuff coming from the UK, whether it's Burial, Mount Kimby, all that electronic stuff, the dubstep movement. Yep. How does it feel to you as a drummer? Um, it feels exciting. I mean, because, you know, like I say, I'm, I do get sort of bracketed in a, as a jazz drummer, but really, you know, I'm from a sort of more of a club kind of background. And the music that's happening at the moment is it's a real it's just gone really crossover I don't know if it's jazz or dubstep or what it is but like Flying Lotus what he's doing is just ridiculous to on the headphones or the dance floor you know I mean I could say the same about Burial um, the whole dubstep scene I love what Jamie Woon's doing what James Blake is doing like just so so everything's just sounding really fresh loving it we're really excited about the Flying Lotus shows that you're going to be doing with him this summer well me too after the last ones yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I saw the Coco show it was a major turning point for me I was in that room it was a Tuesday night I remember I went up there before the radio show and I knew it was going to be busy and sold out but I didn't quite expect that anticipation and the power and the youth and the impro getting across it was mad. Well, I mean, it's, you know, I'm sure you're the same. It's like, I hate things being too sort of genre, everything's genre specific. I mean, what was that gig? What, what was it? Upside down. Was it, it's, it's like, like a jazz sort of vibe to a hip hop crowd who are reacting in a, not in a jazz crowd kind of way. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> baseball caps everywhere. That's what I want to see. Yeah, it was great. It was at, really good. At a jazz gig. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. Um, okay, well, look, we're going to play another track from your album. This is more from Robert Mitchell in the background right now. Um, so what are we going to be able to expect from you? I mean, have you got time to do stuff um, on your own with this project that you've, um, you're releasing now? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I'm going to do, I've got a few gigs for it. Um, a few jazz festivals here and there, yeah. which is nice. Um, and uh, I'm already just trying to put together another one, actually. We didn't mention, actually, fi um, the Robert Mitchell track at the beginning of all that, which was um, the version of Little Dragons twice. Yeah. And always a brilliant choice of covers, because what was the track on the first album by Robert Mitchell? There was one great, great um, cover. Teardrop. Teardrop, and there was the other track, which was the... Yeah, Teardrop. 
There was and another track. Oh no, yeah, it, it was, was uh, Space, Gold McDermott. Brilliant. Who decides that? Is that you? Do you? Is that? Uh, well, I could tell you, like. Uh, Who decided twice? Uh, Robert. Yeah. Mm. I was I was Gold McDermott. Wow. And then on on this album, it's uh, yeah, twice as twice as Robert's choice and uh, Alberto Balsam, the, the Aphex Twin tune. That's. That's my selection this time. Excellent. It's fun. It's fun to do, you know. Yeah. Well, let's finish off the show with that. Sure, man. Yeah. Um, we'll play the secret track off your album now, which uh, is actually track six, but it's obviously a secret track, so you can't see that. But it is there if you put it in the zoom. Um, Richard, thank you. Thank you very much, Charles. Nice one. Thank you. 